Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering maybe more than those Speedos covered Gabby and Rachel's men. Okay. Nobody being safe from cheaters. Ooh. And J-Lo to J-F? J-A-F, and this is episode 223. Let's go! (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. So many things to talk about. Um, Really, truly. Yeah, but before we get into this week's episode of The Bachelorette, V, you know I need to know, how are you? I'm I'm decent, you know. I'm uh, I'm surviving, maybe not thriving, but that could change. Um, but I, I, any any insight into the not thriving part, or I mean, I just feel like you know, stuff's been it's it's a crazy world we live in. It's been on and off raining here today in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I've just been tired. Um, but you know, I did this past week, I got to catch up with a college friend of mine, Katie Yeager, and we went to Pond City Market here in Atlanta, went to this restaurant called Atrium, um, which was, it was nice. It was, and it was good to talk to her and like, um, you know, catch up on each other's lives. Uh, I did a little, little night out on Friday with some pals to New Realm and then Little Spirit. I got to see Sims and meet his his new girl so shout out to Sims um it was I met a lot of people I feel like this weekend was the weekend of me meeting people's significant others or you know like potential significant others wherever they are in that official exclusive or not journey you know what I mean sure um, cause I also at my friend Katie McCusker's birthday party, um, her pool party that she had on Saturday, I got to meet the guy that she's seeing right now. So that was fun. Wow. I know. And then I've just been, I've been trying to get back into my yoga game because I know I feel like that helps regulate my little brain and I do a lot of other workouts and I definitely need to focus on like some stuff that's like a little bit more work in my muscles and that. So I got to do yoga at the aquarium. Um, this week, which was actually very cool because we got to see some whale sharks and stuff like that. But what about you, pal? Um, you know, it was really chill weekend. Um, I did DJ a birthday party. Uh, I had a friend hire me for it and it was cool because it was like an Ibiza theme. Ibiza. Ibiza. And, um, (laughs) so I started off with, uh, you know, some of the doom, 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 doom. But as always, I go in, yeah, I I go into like a little set where it's just like just fun songs that Everyone ends up loving anyway. So it was a good time. They had like a slip and slide, which I actually at the end of the party, they Slipped were like. Slipped and slided? Yeah. They were like, Slipped? Sigh, you got you to gotta do the slip and slide. And I was like, all right, let's go. The slip started. and side. Yeah, it was a slip <laughs> and side time. So um, that was cool. And they had a foam machine. So that was awesome. Oh, damn. Yeah, it really that. is a, a, be- a beast at the Oh, end. it was fun. So um, that was cool. And then uh, on Sunday, they. Uh, they had uh, played, well, Grease is one of my favorite movies growing up and stuff. So they you do played love it. that movie. I, I love it. And um, so, you know, it was a good time. Uh, I went up uh, to Sandy Springs. They were playing it in the park, and it was pretty cool. So uh, me and the girl, like, we dressed up as, like, uh, Sandy and Danny. I have, like, this, I, I don't know. I got it for, like, a Halloween costume a couple of years back, and I kept it because, like, this bomber with, like, the T-Birds logo on the back of it. Oh, cool. Yes. That's fun. So everyone was, like, coming up and trying to take pictures with us, and of us are you serious yeah they were like yo y'all are really doing it and i'm like yeah you know um so it was fun it was a cool thing we had a little picnic out there and stuff it was so hot though but i brought my like battery that i used to dj out in public but i brought my fan too so we just i'm dead yo so we had a fan out there funny people were coming up to us just being like yo is that a fan i'm like yeah it is and I, i was like they were jealous for about an us for so many reasons. if you will. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. So that was really cool. Um, it was a really cool event, just watching everybody, just loving Greece and stuff. So um, I had a Singing good Singing along, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, it was uh, Grease Lightning out there. It was nice. Ooh, Grease Lightning. So, um, but yeah, why don't we get into what we like to do around here? It's that time to talk about Bachelorette on our show. 
<laughs> yes, but before we get talking about Bachelorette YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelorette content just like this. And if you just did, huge shout out to you. Ooh, <laughs> air horns for you. <laughs> oh, V. Oh my goodness, where do we start this week? Oh man, we start with previews of the men just stripping. That's just crazy. Uh, um, but, you know, that gets into a lot of things that uh, we'll, we'll get talking about. Where do you want to start with this week? Where do we, go, where do we begin? We'll start with, uh, it seems like, you know, or at least the girls were fed this line, that they were supposed to have a pool party. We start the scene with a rainy mansion, mm -hmm. some cracks of thunder. It all felt like obvious foreshadowing B-roll that mm. they toss out there. And they're all like, you know, things are going to get, you know, messy, thundery, rainy. And so I... <laughs> think they were supposed to have a pool party and they're like oh man darn this rain how else are we gonna see these men shirtless and then they're all like i know what we can do i hate that like they assume that they're all gonna have six packs that pisses me off as a man that's just like you know working on my fitness but god you know how hard it is to get six pack you think a all six pack i mean like some bodies are just truly not made to ha like have a visible six pack like uh, it's you make you're making me feel better but um no it's like actual <laughs> truth unless like you know you might be like undernourished well but, it seems know. like they they seem to find a lot of them for for this show but um yes uh you know they uh they're they're in there the they got we got 29 guys you know and so they keep showing how crowded the house looks like mm -hmm. they're all like there wasn't enough beds for people they're showing like i don't think we've ever really seen like that full like bunk room that they showed us at the beginning of this of the episode yeah, like people I feel were like, like sleeping by like the pool like i know they i feel like we just typically don't see this much or like how crowded or like typically i feel like we're not seeing everybody all together maybe the rain also helps with that because if it's raining you can't also have people like sitting in the hot tub or on in the pool or like whatever because right. it's raining so um but yeah so we need to see these six pack and and how are we gonna do it we're gonna you know have a little pageant and a little uh, pageant yeah, the girls bring the, the guys some gifts and when they open it up it ends up being speedo speedos speedos just and the speedo. guys are all just like oh my gosh you know doing all the push-ups and sit-ups i know you could see them all trying to get all their little quick pumps in and uh the, all and all we see are the black boxes i feel like this has to be the most black boxes per per capita if you will per screen time capita <laughs> because of they're just all walking well, around. Well, they're not really boxes. They're more like rectangles, like, you know, long yeah, rectangles. Yeah, I guess rectangles. <laughs> rectangles because every square is a rectangle, but, you know. Oh, wow. Um, um, so, yeah, geometry. I mean, this is, a, this is a segment where we, I like to talk about, like, because call it uh, speedo dating. You know what I'm saying? So, you oh. know, the, <laughs> the girls are like, all right, it's about to, this, you know, let's go. And um, the first one to kind of get up there is Logan, the guy that was holding the two chicks and now he's got two chicks right in front of him and right. he's about to show his his things and uh you know he comes out with a lot of confidence um you know he he, he like apologizes to his family and stuff but you know he came out strong and confident and um he did the worm he did the worm yeah he said that butterflies come from worms which is not accurate it's caterpillars but i mean <laughs> I, I get where he was trying to go with that um uh something that uh that uh gabby said that i thought was funny was that it was gonna be stiff competition she was hilarious <laughs> she's so good um so yeah that was good and um you know he really set the bar and the tone for the rest of the competition yeah. um you know we get to see a lot of the guys just kind of you know flexing their things doing, doing funny dances stuff. We, have, doing... we have meatball pouring sauce on himself i that seemed unnecessary <laughs> we had the the hot the the romance novel looking dude, I think his name's, is his name Jason? It's a J name. Yeah. Um, he does like, he's a mortgage broker. So he like looks all hot and puts his glasses on and he starts talking about fixed mortgages. And I was like, yeah, that's 30, funny. 30 year I fixed, like you. Yeah, he's, he's good. Um, uh, you know, there was a little overlap happening. Like uh, Johnny, uh, you know, came out wearing, you know, a captain's hat and both girls are like into him. And yeah. um, this is where we start seeing like 
the problems that the season is kind of like about to set up, you know, that we're going to see happening uh, throughout the show, throughout this episode, but probably, you know, for the next couple episodes um, until right. like it seems like they're going to put their foot down. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so, you know, we got Chris, you know, the, who is turning out to be our first villain first of, villain. of the season. And he sets the tone with how he comes out. First, and he like he comes out during this pageant. He like makes everybody else do this like pattern to his dribbling, and then he. I thought actually I didn't think it was that bad of a thing if he started until he talked about being an alpha, and that's what he's good at. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that was already villain vibes from the second he was like, "Yeah, I want to show off what I'm good at, like being an alpha," and I was like. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I I thought the beat thing was going. I thought he would might just start like doing like a rap or something, but Me he too. didn't. And um, he starts singing some freestyle singing, and it was um, bad. yeah, it was it was funny because like afterwards, like the next thing up, it was like his description was like tone deaf. <laughs> I loved it. They've been savage with these, like, with these descriptions, these bottom thirds for these dudes. Yeah. This, like, just, like, they'll quickly change them to, like, whatever that is, yeah. like, to whatever just but you gotta happened. catch them quick, though, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, most of the time you might skip that because you already might know their, or you don't care about their well, name. Well, because I think you usually don't think to see them change it like that on the normal franchise seasons. They always do in bachelor in paradise, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they're usually like not that snappy on the, on these normal franchise shows, but yeah. Yeah, Well, the girls were like, he was like, do you have any questions? And they're like, Nope, we don't have anything. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, they kind of move on. Um, did they give, I mean, it's, I guess there were, the prize was to have an after party, the after party. So they bring to the after, party they bring uh avin avin i don't know how to say his name logan because mm-hmm. obviously he was kind of a big hit um brandon uh jason johnny who they both liked and then colin couldn't tell you who some of the other fucks are besides like the logans i know who avin is just because i think he's pretty and then uh johnny because they you know he got decent yeah, he's the top there. guys but Right off the bat, you know, the girls are excited to have the guys there. And um, Rachel, they show her first pull aside, Jason. And, you know, Jason really one of the first people to be disappointing of this season. Like, you know, he just I, I don't know. What's your take on his honesty to Rachel? I know he I feel like. For the listeners, he essentially says that he he felt like he had more of a spark with Gabby. He's like, yeah, I'm like more here for Gabby. Like he, yeah, he's, I, I have to give him like a little bit of credit for at least being honest and just kind of cutting to the chase to not lead her on. I like that aspect of it. Do I think he really did it with the most tact? Maybe not. I feel like it's also just, it's hard it's hard because they show kind of like this. Then after that, show pretty much a montage of Rachel having bad connections with most of the other dudes that they picked to come back for both of them. And she's getting really frustrated and feeling like really because she's, I would say, more of the emotional like sensitive one of the two like she definitely I mean when her and Clayton broke up her big thing was all like you didn't even try like I tried like this is like blah 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 like she's a little bit more of a romantic and so I feel like this little montage shows like how she's getting upset she's like wait a second these people are not treating me like like the princess the queen that I am and then, you know, she's yeah. seeing seeing people making out with Gabby. And she's like, what the heck? What do I have to do out here? Well, she ends up pulling aside Logan, who says some sweet things to her and then kisses yes. her. Yeah. Um, so she's fancying to him. But, like, the next scene was him do same, doing the, like, the same shit yeah. to Gabby. <laughs> yep. And asks for a kiss there and gets it. So, you know, he's feeling. At this point, I'm thinking this guy's going to get two roses at the end of this after party. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh they're starting to find out that it's like it's this is going to be a hard process. They're still doing a great job maintaining, you know, respect for each other and everything. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Um, Rachel ends up picking Logan for the rose and yeah. Gabby ends up picking Johnny um, for her rose because they had a great connection. And they made out and stuff, too. And I mean, they had a little discussion about Logan because they both I, 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 Gabby didn't tell her that that she kissed him, too. Right. 
I mean, not that we saw. Yeah. No. She just said, like, oh, like, she just heard that, you know, Rachel told her that she gets her and she's like, oh, okay. And so I think, like, you know, Gabby, even, like, in her little interview was all like, if, you know, if Rachel's feeling him, she's like, sure, I had, like, a thing, but I'm going to, like, let her have the space to nurture that because she's like, I'm interested in whoever else, too. And I think that's fair because, like, at this point, if you're going to start being, like, greedy with men, it's like – you know, it's, it's, it's there's just too many other guys that you can get to know. Right. Like, there's no point on like starting to look like you're getting catty over one guy, like off the first date, you know? So, um, so that doesn't happen. They end up like picking separate guys, um, you know, back at the house, Jesse's announcing that there's going to be one-on-one dates with each of the girls mm-hmm. and, um, Rachel gets to pick first. So she ends up picking uh, Jordan V, the sweet guy, you know, that the drag racer from Alpharetta, Georgia, baby. Yeah, he could have uh, kissed her in the first episode, but he ended up talking about horsepower and stuff. So (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jordan V um, is she she has a very like cool first date for the Yeah, they take an old car. They go to the zero gravity plane, which I think I don't know if if it might have been the last time they did. It was on like Nick Vial season, which is. Ironic for all the drama happening with Nick Vial, but yeah. um, we touched on that a little bit next or uh, last week, but we'll talk about it some more later. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, back at the house, this is where we start getting a little bit more of Chris just talking too much and being just too talking confident. shit, just yeah. saying stupid, stupid shit, so stupid what, shit that so someone what, who believes they're an alpha can say. Right. I mean, what was it that he was like saying? I guess he was talking big game about how. He's like, I mean, for when it comes to the fantasy suites, which I know I'll be in, he keeps saying pretty much like how he knows he's going to be in the final four Mm -hmm. and that he's here for, you know, these girls. And like when people are even asking like, oh, well, like, who are you favoring? And he's all like, I don't know, but I'm here. I'm going to be at the end, which I'm like, I don't even know how that logistically works out. But okay, pal. Well, this is the problem with like with uh, we're noticing a theme with motivational speakers on this show. Like they're just too confident and they come in here like, you know, it's a big thing right now. Like these guys like motivating other guys, you know, online and stuff. And and just talking about just a lot of fragile masculinity powering right. that kind of stuff. You know, so it just like it's just it's just very funny to see someone trying to utilize that in a room full of other guys that just don't have to do that to stand out. So um, he's too way too confident, and um, it's I would rubbing say the, cocky. it's rubbing the guys the wrong way. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, I mean, this is kind of like where like the villainy starts with him. Uh, you know, because ba- then. He makes the comment of like, he's like, well, you know, when it comes to the fantasy suites, if I were to be after other people and they were to have had like sexual relationships with those other people before me, then I would have to be out. And then the other guys are kind of questioning me like, why are you first of all, why are you bringing this up? Like, you don't even know these girls. You don't even know them well enough to pick. Right. Who you would like better. And also, you don't know well enough to like make decisions, not even if you knew them well, you can't make decisions on what they do sexually. And also, they were like, well, wait a second. When would you tell them that this is your deal breaker? And he's like, well, it depends on the situation. And they're like, nah, that's not how that works. Like, that's literally, that's literally you waiting to use that as like a manipulative tool. That's even what Nate is saying he's all like no like what you're trying to do is control how they feel and make them feel like they feel bad like that's manipulative like that's not a vibe yeah i mean i kind of like i mean it's not like as similar but like you know last season with colton or clayton and um susie and stuff you know susie kind of busted it out after he had already like done the deeds and stuff so it's like it's interesting like i don't think there's a right time to ever do that like i just think if you're going to be on the show you're signing up for what it is you know and you can't really i mean you can have you can feel a way about it but it's just kind of like it's it's just it's i don't know it's it's a weird it's a weird uh taboo with this show right uh, right and i think like to compare it to like Susie and clayton like obviously yeah there was like some issues there but i also think you know that got to a point because he had told her that you know he was loved her and whatever but then i think that's like completely different because it's different in the sense of like how they thought their relationships were where this guy doesn't even know 
what, what relationship right. he has. I only yet. bring it up because, like, I feel like Clayton was trying to say that, though. He was like, you should have said this to me earlier. So yeah. I didn't, you know, so. But moving on, um, you know, back on the date, Jordan, you know, is there having dinner and, you know, things seem to have been going good until, you know, dinner hit and he started talking about, you know, his personal life, about how his parents divorced and how. I think he was raising his sister and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, as this is happening, it's not intriguing Rachel at all. Like You Rachel- could tell Rachel is having a hard time. You could tell Rachel is out here fighting for her life, trying to find some sort of chemistry because you could I could see the wheels turning in her head being all like, this guy is great on paper. We make sense for each other. We understand each other's passions. Like they brought that up m- multiple times. Like, you know, they have similar passions with their careers, with how it's like an adrenaline, like, you know, that kind of career and that they wouldn't like, you know, step on each other's toes in that way or like whatever. But you could tell she's just like, I'm not vibing this dude. There's something off. Yeah. She's having I mean, a hard it, time. It's, it's, it's like going on a first date, like off of like a dating app or something. And you're just like, you know, you you're. They're good and they're good, you know, but it's not like you already kind of know, like, I'm not going to this is not going to be a forever thing, you know, or like at least like uh, an official thing. You know, it's like once we go past the state, I'm probably not going to like want to do another one, you know, so right. uh, I kind of get that. But this has got to be like one of the earliest like um, like date, like one on one dates, not getting a rose sent home. And we should have known because they kind of like foreshadowed it earlier by showing him putting his bag down. Like I thought that was kind of weird. Um, right. Like before the date, he you don't really ever yeah, see because that. You don't- yeah, you don't really see that this early in yeah. this season. You're right. I yeah. feel like we usually don't like. That's like really... something I see on the challenge or something. Like right before right. they go into an elimination, they like bring because their bags down and stuff. But... Sure, it's part of like it does happen for every one on one. But yeah, I feel like we don't make note of it until we're farther along in a season. Yeah, or like you know we don't we don't see them bringing their bag down. We usually see it going off. Like you know? right. So right. so yeah, and then you know as she goes, she leaves him sitting there for like. What feels like an eternity. Um, I know. Probably she, felt like an eternity for him, too. Because it's not like a regular first date in the real world where you could just pull out your phone and play on your phone while they're at the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. And also, like, you know, what's going through her head is like, damn, this is my first date and I'm sending someone home. What kind of message is it sent? How, what do I say to him? And we also have, um, you know, Ashley Cook and Brett Young ready to go, like, you know, to perform for us. They Right. They, <laughs> right. So, in this awesome, like, theater in L.A. Like, come on. Yeah. So what they're producers say is like just go in there and just be honest and say you're not feeling it and we'll just have them perform for nobody um i mean because yeah you could tell that she had to name drop them and then they had to get their screen time of them performing yep yep (laughs) they got their they got their money's worth and um so yeah i mean she sends jordan v home and it, the producer comes in back into the house, slamming the door. Like I've never seen anything like that. The, like he comes, I know, like bam. <laughs> he's like, I'm here. Just and so and we need your dramatic reactions. Minds. We need your dramatic reactions to this bag leaving right now. So, um, so yeah, we see the performance go down anyways, and um, yeah, and now we're we're uh, going into the next date with Gabby where you know, we Nate gets picked and he felt like and he was in shock because he really didn't think he'd be like the first one on one date uh which you know I like Nate a lot he's actually like at this point like he's probably one of my favorites and yeah he's already stood up for the girls against Chris he's already he's just got good vibes yeah. I, I I enjoy him I do too I mean person. he he's talking about having a daughter and obviously this is going to be something he's going to have to bring up to Gabby um at some point during the date when he arrives um he comes in with the energy you know he's very excited about this date and then you got uh Rachel there third wheeling for a second I'm like what's going on here like you know I could tell like I think I, I don't know if they purposely did that, like, as a production thing to be all like, hey, like, you know, let's almost like part of me is like evil way is that they did it as a production thing. To they be wanted all, like, to show like Rachel, like being like envious or like sad yeah. about like Gabby. And going then off. part of it's like, or did Gabby want this? Because Gabby knew that, like, you know, whatever time that Rachel had on her date and she sent whoever home, did she maybe want to get like a little bit of Rachel sussing out? her connection with Nate. That's like the nice way to think about it. Yeah. But I'm I mean, sure I think, I think it actually was a good move for Gabby and Nate in general, just because it broke the tension of like, have you ever gone on like to a, like 
to someone's place for the first time, like on, as a first date, and it's just kind of like no, right. because I'm a woman and I dumb too. That yeah, because well, it's, unsafe. I, it, it's it's awkward. <laughs> like it is an awkward thing because yeah. you're like, what do we do now? Like you know, what I'm saying so. Um, but their place isn't just any place because it has a helicopter pad. Yeah, it has a helipad. <laughs> so it's like, a hell of a pad with a helipad. So I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Like they off the bat, like got their kiss out the way with the view there and stuff. So I was yeah. I was like right away. They were, We've got helicopter kissing. count number one for this season. Yes. We'll see how many we tell you. And as they fly off, Rachel's just like, damn, what the hell? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they seem to have a genuine connection. And uh, when they get, or they, you know, obviously do the flyby of the guy's mansion and, and they wave to them and show them how great they're doing. And they get back to have like the random hot tub date. Well, as the, always, as always, yeah, they the, got they got two standbys in bachelor in bachelor lore, if you will, with the helicopter and and a hot. They tub. really ripped that bandaid off. The two H's. One. So uh, the two H's: helicopters <laughs> and hot tubs. Um, that's the next next mixtape um, album name. Uh, <laughs> so you know, uh, we get into the dinner portion of the day, and it's going great. They obviously have like good goofy banter with each other and everything, but. Um, he obviously starts telling her about um, a daughter. about the daughter, and uh, I th- I thought she'd be like, so tell me what she's like. I like what he said. He's like, he, she's the human form of coffee. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Yeah. Um, so obviously you can tell that, uh, he loves his daughter and that's a huge part of his life. And we get a little bit of commentary from Gabby, um, you know, uh, to the camera, what do they call it? Like an interview or whatever. Yeah. And she's talking about like, you know, I'm not going to, it's not like something that I'm willing to really think about at this moment. Like I'm loving our connection, but I, you know, she thinks about being a mom one day and if like she's ready for it and all that. So um so yeah i mean that's something i guess they'll uh, have to face in the future if the connection continues uh, which i hopefully it will uh yeah. so he ends up getting the rose and uh the guys are just kind of like back at the house or you know talking about the them having to wait for these guys to come back and the differences and how long their dates are going and stuff so just kind of the guys are starting to rattle in there um we get to the cocktail party right Right. Um, and this is where uh, we get Mario, who got the first impression rose last week uh, from Gabby. He decides to get a little get to know Rachel a little bit more, which seems right. to go really well. It went really well. And I, honestly, after seeing at the beginning of, you know, this week or this episode of Rachel getting uh, just really kind of turned down at the little after party. Rachel's getting some redemption at this cocktail party. She's getting some good time with uh, with Mario, with some of the other dudes. I Literally, there's so many J names, I can't keep them straight right now until they start having more than two seconds of FaceTime. Um, but she like definitely is feeling much better about like these dudes pursuing her during this cocktail party, and for Mario now. really kicked it. Yeah, for now. Mario really did kick it off. Yeah. So. Um, and while they're having such a good time she's laughing he's like picking her up and everything you see like gabby side you see gabby peering over from (laughs) yeah well i don't know i don't know what to think about that you know but um you know the guys are doing good it seems like producers are like you know guys get in there and really you know have some fun with these girls and stuff um uh the guys start talking about chris um right quincy slash prince hayden and who else? I forget who else was Man, over that there. That sounds like, you know, a great, great team right there of music producers. But really, um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, so they start talking about like, should we bring this up to the girls about Chris talking about fantasy suites and stuff? And they decide they're going to, um, you know, so they tell Rachel, Rachel, I think, talks to Gabby or whatever. And and they go and confront Chris about it. Chris is very condescending. So um, condescending. He was just sitting there sputtering, trying to like come back at whatever they're saying and trying to twist what they're saying. Like, and I'm like, bro, you've already lost. And I thought both of them handled it pretty well. They both were like pretty much being like, why are you talking? Like Gabby comes in first being like, so why are you talking about the fantasy suites already, my dude? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he just kind of keeps talking in circles and just trying to. 
I don't know, talk down. He talks enough in circles for the when they then kick him out, he decides to circle back and come back in. Yeah, I mean, the girls are like still complimenting each other on how they handled it when he comes storming back in. He literally comes back, comes just like a quick walk. He like, because they even like walk him out and he's like, so am I supposed to keep walking this way? And they're like, yeah, dude, like fuck off. Yeah, I mean, this is where it's kind of like a little sketchy for me too because like, I feel like producers or security shouldn't allow that type of stuff to happen. Right. Once How is he sh- allowed back in? Yeah, he could like, you know, hurt somebody. And he's calling out people like, can I talk to you, 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 you? It's yeah, he's like-, like pulling people aside to the point. And then I think it was interesting how they shot then the girls like coming back in through all the cameras, through all these dudes. Like you pretty much, we almost got like an, you know, breaking the fourth wall situation. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Uh, like a behind the scenes kind of look at it but i mean it was just because they were probably like it just happened so fast they couldn't get the right angles for it they're like turning the cameras and stuff but yeah they pretty much kick him out again and um and he's out of here like you know the guys stand up and they're like oh they said they'll already leave well i've heard enough like you know uh so i i like that about nate was really the one that stood up and did all that so you know uh, nate's making a good name for himself um, so we get to the rose ceremony already. We got two guys that have gone home and they end up sending six more guys home. Right. So a total of eight guys went home this, this week. So they I'm really chopped s- down like almost like, like, you know, a lot of these guys to get down. Yeah, to so now we're at like, I think only like 20 or 21 dudes. Yeah. Uh, it should be like 21 dudes. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's where it kind of, and Mario really got the last rose. He I got don't know the what- last rose. I don't, I don't I was know what surprised that Boston Ryan got a lot of screen time for the rose ceremony, which, you know, usually means you're going home. But he ha- I mean, he got a decent amount of screen time first episode with Gabby, but then all of his screen time during the, you know, intermission parts of the rose ceremony was him saying how he really wanted a rose from Rachel. Rachel was his dream girl. And I'm like, where where does this come from? Where was whatever, but he got sent home and I just, it felt like a, I don't know if he got sent home because he looks too much like Jesse looks too much like Clayton or why he got such a big edit like that. Like if he's I not going to It could have been something on the speedo day. It could have been the fact that he did switch it up. Like, you know, switching up, like sure. if you have such a vibe with one and then you go to the other and the other one doesn't have a real good vibe with you, that's going right. to make, that's like a double negative. That's going to make it. So it's like, I'm not feeling him, but he seemed like he was feeling me. And it's like, well, I had a vibe with him last week. I don't know why he's like, uh, like you know you can have them it's like i don't want them all right well then send them home you know so that's kind of where that kind of fa- falls um so yeah i mean no one really surprised me uh, about who went home this week it was mostly people that didn't get chances because you know that whole um chris drama happened where again guys didn't get to talk to her and there's just too many guys they were like you know and not enough beds so yeah. they had to send some home. They're like, oh, um, we got to get some of you guys out of here. It's too so, much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much where this episode wraps. Um, looking into next week, it looks like it's really not working. Like, you know, this this whole two bachelorettes uh, and having the guys kind of be picking because. Which we which was my fear, which was what I was worried about. Yeah. I mean, what would be the solution to this problem? Besides, like, not having two bachelorettes. I think it would be, like, it would have already been, like, I don't know, like, maybe more separated pools of dudes. Or, like, I'm just trying to think, like, it, so, like, when I watched uh, Joe Millionaire for Richer for Poorer, they did have, like, a combination of a combined pool of girls for both dudes. But it did, like, come down where... They did have to like they were go on separate dates or whatever, and then they would kind of have to the guys would have to make their decisions on who they individually kind of wanted and then work see, it out. See, I don't know. There's like there's not going to be an easy way. I mean, but- I, th- I think I think we're where it lies i mean it the only problem with having the guys like just picking the girls is the the number like it's like is it going to be outweighed like more people are going to go towards gabby and less people to rachel and that's going to make them look bad but you know what they did wrong with like the caitlin uh bristow and um i forget her name because they ended up eliminating her too which was i thought the unfair part about that it's like they eliminated one of the bachelorettes so 
So, yeah, I mean, I think they definitely should be picking. But at this point, it looked like the girls were giving out roses separately at the, like at the next uh, rose ceremony. Yeah, so. I think they start giving out. I think, you know, that's what I mean. I think it needs to be the girls start kind of figuring out who they like more. Sure, the guys can figure out if they're like going at, if they're interested in both for different reasons. That's on them to figure that out, too. But I think, you know, it needs to be led more by the the two bachelorettes yeah i mean i I don't i don't know it really made next week's episode seem very interesting to me um to say the least but um yeah anything else that you got out of next week's preview um no no not really i mean like it looks like mostly people are going to be turning rachel down and like it looks like gabby gets turned down like one time so also looks like she has some shitty dates yeah um I, I don't know. Like, uh, that's why they had a lot of intriguing stuff for next week that I'm looking forward to. Um, and then we get the post credit scene of, of them having a double date with Meatball. And, <laughs> you know, he's like, it's like having dinner with the president and made him do the whole uh, Lady in the Tramp spaghetti scene. Yeah, and he got upset that they didn't kiss. And I'm like, <laughs> you're a dirty, dirty dog. Dirty ball. Dirty Meatball. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a uh, it was a good good episode. I felt like I was pretty. I know I'm happy to be back. And as we all know, it's better to get back into the role of like these group dates, one on one dates, whatever, because then we're actually understanding who these people are. Yeah. Because and I love seeing I mean, a villain emerge. Um, the, I, there's the only thing I love about uh, a villain emerging is like them being able to make it a bunch of weeks <laughs> cause like it's just fun to see them just like really like villainy um, for a couple episodes I'm know? happy that Chris got knocked out I just I think I mean he deserves a lot- to go but I just I'm just saying for the like entertainment value it's nice when they make I think it a week or two a decent amount of potential for some of these other dudes to show their villain card Logan's on his way I'm sure yeah. Because of just how he, how it's, I think the villain card's going to be easily played by many dudes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a scenario for uh, villainy this season. So, um, well, what do we have for Bachelor Nation news this week? Yeah. So there's been all this hullabaloo that's encompassing with Katie Thurston, Nick Vial, and now it's like, it's got like Balake, as well as like all the hosts of, the clickbait podcast, which are grocery store, Joe, Tia and Natasha. And it's just like, they decided to do, you know, because the the nature of their podcast, they were spoke, they reported on this whole Katie Thurston and Nick Vial stuff, which was more like this drama where Katie Thurston did her whole, like, let me spill some tea on her Instagram stories and then on her lives and whatever. And she said something about how she has Nick Vial's number blocked. And then like that kind of just whole spun into this whole thing of how like she doesn't really think of Nick Vial because he's irrelevant and he's all like, whatever, like this or that. Why are you showing like our text conversation? Why are you showing this? Which then pulled into the whole like Balake with his stuff from um, whatchamacallit, Stagecoach. Oh, Stagecoach. But, you know, so I'm I'm just going to kind of like sum it up because like I feel like I'm still kind of on I'm kind of on Katie and Blake block side on on this one um you know i i mean i'm not a big fan of nick vial but it just seems like they're because they're and also clickbait it seems like they're kind of siding with nick on this. they're siding more of them are friends with nick and they're siding with nick but like i don't like how they sided with nick baseless like they didn't know what they were talking about they did a really shitty podcast and pretty much just like we're hurling insults at Katie and stuff. And I just was like, that's not how this works. Yeah, I mean, you have to, th- we have to th- go back to, it's a while ago now, but we have to go back to when Blake was on the beaches of bachelor in paradise. And, and they were, this is like the, the height of the, like the me too movement. And essentially they were trying, like, it was almost like production of the show was like framing like Kaylin, because they were like she was supposed to be like a bachelorette or something. Maybe they were framing her like to have been like some type of like something happened at Stagecoach where like he was like manipulating her like sexually or something like that. Where he was forced to like 
show text messages of him be straight up being like, don't come to my room. And she's like, I'm coming. And it's like, all right, well, we're just going to cuddle, not have sex. And she's like, yes, sex and all this stuff that came out. So it's like, you know, I, that, that happened. And, and that was, he was forced into a corner of being like, he was, you know, he wouldn't be the blocky that we know today, DJ doing all these things and on other shows, if he didn't defend himself, I feel like. Uh, I think he could have done it differently. How would he have done it, it differently? Like I, I just don't think it should have even gotten to that far, and I don't think it should have been used. I mean, I think the whole stagecoach bit bit shouldn't have even been such a like storyline on Bachelor in Paradise. I think there there's a lot that but that's was outside messy. of his control. That's I what I'm trying to say is that like uh, like it was like the show's production that was kind of forcing him to have to put out what evidence he had of like. This wasn't me like doing anything like the framework of what they're trying to say on Bachelor in Paradise and what Kaylin's trying to say about this. I stuff. mean, like, in, but also some of it, he could have let her on in some instances, but not saying that exact. I mean, I think they had it takes two to tango, though. I, like I they're agree, growing adults. But I think like, they had a vibe. So that's what out, I'm saying. Yeah, if you Brown go out to a bar it. and you 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 like have a bunch of people out there and you guys decide to go home and do whatever, like that's grown people doing stuff like. You know, that's 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 all I'm trying to say. And it sounds like Nick Vial has no ba- he's like kind of, you know, uh, has no basis for his his argument and his hate for Balake. Um, You know, he even gives credit to Col- uh, for to Clayton and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, mm. like you, you're kind of looking stupid. Like, I feel like a lot of like us as viewers, most people in comments and all this stuff are, are siding against Nick and clickbait and all this stuff, because it's like, y'all are, y'all got good edits on the show. That's why you, well, yeah. I you mean, Nick never got a good edit well, until he was the bachelor, but exactly. But I mean, it was his whole story arc. Like he claims that like, uh, uh, Balake got, uh, Ben Higgins edit in, in his episode of, of the bachelorette when he was on or his season of the bachelorette when he was on it. And it's he like, did. Yeah, maybe. And and so, you know, he's calling him an F-boy. And like, you know, an F-boy, you know, it's being thrown around a lot, a, a very loosely these days, which it's fun to say F-boy and all this stuff. But what an F-boy really does is like manipulates people into having sex, like not just a grown right. man going out and having sex with people that are, you know, willing right. to have sex with them. Like, you know, it's just it's just not what an actual F-boy is, you know, Um so, so that's what kind of what the situation's at these days. I don't know. Um, I think Balake did respond um, right before the show. I was like kind of seeing uh, the bachelorette uh, posting some stuff about his response, but essentially saying that like it was Dean that reached out to him about uh, wanting to like squash it on a podcast and stuff. But by that time, Balake was like, "I don't really trust you guys." So the only thing I have at this point is to release text messages. Um, Showing that I wasn't like trying, I wasn't the one here instigating this, this situation at stagecoach. So that's the, that's kind of what I got from the whole situation. I'm sure it'll go on. I don't know. It's not a good look for the people that are involved with bachelor nation, like clickbait yeah. podcast and, and Nick Vial and stuff, but they're just like the popular kids in, in bachelor nation. So, um, Right. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, clickbait's on their on their payroll. So. Yeah, exactly. So um, do we have any other Bachelor Nation stuff? Yeah, Jed Wyatt uh, got engaged to his girlfriend, Ellen Decker. Whoopee. And then also <laughs> um, Becca Kufrin and Thomas bought a house together in San Diego, I believe. San Diego's like the big place for a lot of these uh, either current or former stars of The Bachelor. So. I mean, it's beautiful out there. It is beautiful. Is I do high, love. Though. Yeah, it gets it gets toasty. Um, um, so yeah, dry uh, heat, anything else? That's about it. That's about it for Bachelor Nation stuff. Yeah, I mean, guys, let us know how you think uh, week two went with with the guys. Did you do you think are you on side of Nick Vial or are you on Balake's side? I don't know if that's like a thing, but you know, let us know what you guys think about all these situations in the comments below. Uh, and that's what we got for Bachelor Nation news this week. Uh, v, why don't we talk about stuff we like to call quick hits? Yes. So quick update from last week's, I guess, I think it was our yikes. But Doja, Noah, beef update. Everything's chill between them. Noah's out here living his best life. He's like working as a uh, lifeguard. He got into UPenn, whatever. Great. 
And uh, he gains about a million more followers after it. And Doja lost like 200,000 followers. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it yeah. is what it is. That's 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 a learning lesson for Doja. Don't mess with Stranger Things. Um, um, yeah. Um, and then so finally, Jennifer Lopez, she collected another like full marriage for her, her gauntlet. <laughs> um, and she is married officially to Ben Affleck. Uh, she I guess she's changing her last name to Affleck, but I guess professionally she'll still be Jennifer Lopez. Um, but I don't. That's, I mean, that's, it's like, um, what do they say? Like, uh, confusing, uh, marketing for us. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I get like, I know plenty of people who have either kept their last name as a woman or like, you know, changed their last name to be like their middle name. So like if they had like, you know, bylines or things like that, it keeps it a little bit more, um, you know, in line, but I guess she wore a, one of the, like, because I got married in Vegas at, like, the Little White Chapel. She wore, like, a dress from an old movie she was in. We don't know which one. And then they also took a lot of pictures of her in this, like, beautiful, like, from the runway, like, from a 2023 bridal collection um, gown. So, you think I mean, this one's forever? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say, if I was a betting man and I'm looking at statistics, I'm going to say no. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, good for them. I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, you see it all the time, like women get married and they'll keep their like their like old name as like their social media stuff or like professionally, you know. Um, so, I mean, it just stops from the confusion, changing emails and all that. You know, it's it's just one of those things in today's uh, cyber age. Um, yeah, I mean, congratulations to them. Uh, Benefer, what else we got? Uh, congrats to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They welcomed their second daughter to the world this past week. Um, don't know the name of said daughter yet. Hasn't been released. So we'll have to see. If I wonder that... if they get them dire wolves. Um, oh my God. Yeah, sorry. That was a bad one. Uh, so I, uh, what else we got going on? Little Uzi Vert, uh, is sharing some new music and he also, they also dropped how they are going to use they, them pronouns now, which honestly knowing Uzi seeing Uzi in pop culture kind of makes sense. Kind of like goes with their vibe. So, um, good for them and their new EP red and white, um, and I guess they released a couple of songs on SoundCloud Space Cadet and I know so good for them. Um, what else we got? Rolling Loud, uh, due to, um, you know, it's they said, he's been dropping out of headlining stuff. He dropped out of Coachella, yeah, he dropped out of this and he dropped out of Rolling Loud last year because of Donda. He dropped out of what else did he drop? He dropped out of Coachella. Yeah, they replaced him for Rolling Loud. They replaced him with Kid Cudi, and some people think it's because Rolling Loud made some comments or stuff about Travis Scott about like um, him not being like you know allowed or anything like that. And Ye was trying to stand up for him or something. But I I, I don't know. This Ye is a does big one Ye because does. like Kid Cudi and Ye have big beef right now they like, do have big beef so this is kind of like you know rolling big loud beef. is kind of like shooting shots and kid cuddy's a part of it like you know you know kid cuddy's got his uh make mcdonald's meal combo or whatever right now and he's out here being like and i'll take your spot yay <laughs> like, damn uh i mean we'll see though i don't know if kid cuddy's as big as kanye to be like you know, when was the last good Kid Cudi song? The last good Kid Cudi song I know of, it was a Kanye West song. Like, you know, um, so it'll be interesting uh, to see how that out turns that out. Album? Was that last year? It was a couple of years back. It was like when he was Kanye was doing like an album a week with these artists and stuff. But um, in other I news, I love tequila shots from that. In other news, what else we got? So Toys R Us will be making its return. Um to Macy's stores. Uh, so at the, like the major flagship stores in Chicago, Atlanta, um, Honolulu, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New York, San Fran. Um, there'll be like a whole giant, I guess, like 
either a thousand square feet to ten thousand square feet. I mean, most stores like stores. like Walmart and stuff have a toy section. This is smart. This is smart for Macy's because they're probably obviously dying. Yeah, I fucking too. hate Macy's. So. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I started thinking about like those were the best stores growing up. It doesn't matter if like people. It was are like stuff. a treat when you got to get taken to Toys R Us. Toys like, R Us you- or KB Toys in the mall yes. or something. You know, there's not like good toy stores anymore. So at least this brings like the family back to Macy's. Um, so. <laughs> Toys R Us is back. Um, I'm a Toys R Us Brings kid. us back to a place of capitalism. We love it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you can't really, and it's got a great name. Toys R Us can't die. Bring it back. Toys um, R Us. But uh, speaking. Whole jingle. As long as the jingle comes back, I wonder yeah. if they'll play that in the Want to be a Toys R Us kid. Boom, boom. <laughs> so um, any uh, anything else in news? Yeah, sad news. Um, Ivana Trump, the you know, the mother of Ivanka Trump, uh, ex-wife of Donald Trump died this past week. I guess it was a an accident of that resulted in blunt trauma to her torso. I think she fell. Um, sad stuff. I know the city of New York is doing a decent amount for. I her can't family. help but think there's always a conspiracy behind these type of. Yeah, deaths. yeah, especially like with like a fall or something like that. Any type like, of blunt trauma. Like I know these like accidents happen, but whenever it's like high, like you know government involved people and stuff like i know she's not like involved but like yeah i mean i don't know sometimes i just it's like what dirt does she have on people that like they're like we got to get rid of her or something i mean this is completely like i mean i'm sure she's been very in i mean she was very in like new york society and stuff too so i wonder i mean if trump's gonna go for re-election and stuff this is just weird well and i mean in all like the january 6th trials are happening and stuff right now not that she would know it. i mean she hasn't been married to him but i wonder if like people that you know work with him may maybe maybe wanted to make interesting. sure interesting very interesting stuff um round us out with quick hits yeah so emrata uh and her husband sebastian bear mcclard are splitting after four years of marriage they share a child a one-year-old together supposedly Um, he's a serial cheater is what's being alleged, uh, which just, you know, goes to show that no matter how beautiful you are, you could still be married to a shitty man. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, this is, this is, um, horrible news because I mean, great news for all the men out there that just like love her because she's definitely one of my celebrity crushes. Um, she is so beautiful um but it, it, it is one of those things it's just kind of like you're right like it's kind of you you think that being beautiful and having all the money and uh, success in the world is going to make it so somebody won't cheat on you i'm not even talking about just women this this could be anybody right. um you know there's just going to be women out there that are going to try to see if they can you know, get you to cheat on your hot ass wife. And if you do, that means I'm hotter than Emily Ratajkowski, right? Or which whatever. Is, which like isn't even true. It's all, it's just all a big bunch of insecurities all around. Right. Is what it is. I mean, it's you like- could have said, I could have said this from the beginning. Like, I'm like, who is this loser hockey player that's going to get the hottest, like, you know, one of the hottest women in the world. And I, I mean, celebrities, I'll say there's probably hotter women out there that we just don't even know of. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's one of those things. So hopefully, I think he definitely, you know, they say uh, uh, Barstool Sports was saying he fumbled the bag. Yeah, you fumbled the bag because like, yeah, you were married to Emma Ratajkowski and that what made you hot. But like when she divorces you, you're just going to be like a loser with like the rest of them, you know, get whatever, you know, loser girls are going to want to come around you now and stuff, but they're probably still going to be hot. Um, (laughs) But um, V, what made you go yikes this week? Well, I've got a couple yikeses. First yikes. It's just like, it doesn't even shock me anymore, but uh, I guess with how the timeline and everything works out, Tristan and Chloe are having a baby together via surrogate that I think is due soon. And because of how the timelines and everything work out and how, and it all makes sense, like knowing seeing that last episode of the, of the Kardashians, uh, their first season on Hulu. Um, I could tell that I think they were already in process with like 
this starting stuff with the surrogate or like getting the surrogate pregnant. Maybe the surrogate was already pregnant when all the rumors of Tristan cheating came out. So I think that's kind of where that lies, where it's like, or it came out at this point, like Chloe is stupid, right? This would be just. There's I mean, no way they're not it, like, together now. They're fully not together. But of like, course they, I don't even know if I would. Why, were they ever together? Like, come on. Like, why you would even have another kid? And that's even like one of the things Kim says in this like final scenes of the season of that first season. And she's all like, I mean, if this is anything, this proves why you shouldn't have another kid with this guy. And so that's why I feel like it was in process or beginning in process, because I don't think she would have gone through with it if she had known fully what was going on. This is another example of it doesn't matter how rich and successful you are, you will still get cheated on. I know. I know. This man is out here and now he's out here partying it up with like Well, I mean, this is just because like she's doing this to herself though, right? I mean, it is sad. It's like, it's like, it's almost like an addict going to drugs and stuff. Like, what, why, why are you doing this? Like, you need some type of rehab. Like, why, even if you want to have another child, like, I want two children. I want it to be with the same father. Are you serious? Like, why are you doing this to another child to have, like, some loser dad? Like, maybe he takes care of them, but, like, no, he doesn't take care of all of them. He's having kids that he's just, like, not even wanting to claim. Right. That he's not even wanting to, like, pay. Yes. That he's going to, into trials to not pay child support. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, like, I mean, it, even if they grow up snooty and stuff, you still have siblings out there that are just, like, not, like, being claimed and stuff. Like, this is just, like, right. really messed up stuff. Like, it, does, it doesn't matter how much you genetically want to, like, perfect your family and stuff. It's just, like, this is really weird. It's really yeah. weird. Um, it's sad. So it's sad all around. It is sad. It is sad. So, um, yikes. What else made you go yikes? Well, Ricky Martin... Um, was served like a restraining order, some domestic assault violations by his nephew who alleged that they had a um, an abusive and sexual relationship for a period of time. And his nephew, I think, is like 21 or something like that. Ricky Martin's like... Well, it's like his it's like his half-sister or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So like biologically... The lines are, you know, not. Well, yeah, it's like. But still. 20, 20 years for incest. But this is allegedly. There's like a lot more claims that like the this there's like maybe possible like the nephew is like messed up and he does this type of stuff because he's not getting like attention or money. I mean, it, it could be it could be anything like when at this level of like the world, honestly, you want to say like Ricky Martin is probably some sick guy out there or something like that. But. You know, it could be just the opposite. Like, we, if we've learned anything about, like, yeah. people accusing people of stuff, it's just, like, both people could be lying. Both people could be, like, you know, telling – I don't even know these days. So, yeah. I kind of I mean, don't and he e- – I guess Ricky Martin's also being sued by his former manager for uh, unpaid commissions. So, yeah. I don't know. Not looking great for Ricky Martin in general. Yeah, it's, it really isn't. But, um, you know, when it comes to this stuff, I don't really have too many comments on it until – you know, the right court proceedings happen and, and right. things come kind of come out. So, uh, yikes. Well, V, uh, there is something I do want to know from you. What are you watching? I just started this new season of F boy Island okay. on HBO max. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm, I'm liking it so far because obviously like we've never seen a show like that before. And we're on the second season and they've brought back like a couple of people, from the prior season. Well, like so, other guys? Like guys. Okay. So is it, so is it three like girl leads Three again? girls again. Okay. And same, same thing, except this time they said, because as we know from last season, spoiler, if you didn't watch last first season, the guy who was an F boy who made it all the way to the end, uh, Garrett, his name was, um, he was supposed to win the money, but because of like just how royally he was such a piece of shit, like Nikki was all like, "JK, this money's going to a charity of, of uh, what's her name? What was the girl's name? Sarah choosing." Yeah. And um, but then Nikki said at the beginning of this one, like this time, like if it really happens, like the F boy gets to keep the money. And yeah, because like, that is messed up. That is messed up. Like. You know, he wanted the money. He played the game the way y'all told him to play the game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, 
good for the good for the guys if they make it that far. It just shows you like sometimes like the girls just make dumb choices even when they have all the red flags going in their faces. So um, what I think so is far they've already been making good choices with who they've been sending home. Well, they've if already- they hadn't sent home any of the F boys from last season, or wait, they didn't bring back F boys from last season. They brought probably the good guys from last. They season. brought back an F boy from last season who is claiming to be reformed. Uh, Reformed because he was like it was Peter. He was like I think the first F boy sent to Limbro, mm-hmm. and he's saying you know I've been reformed, and he's actually making a pretty good connection with one of the leading ladies. So of course you know that's the whole problem with this show is that like now that they're like a little bit more famous from being on the first season, of course they're more attractive than the other lame guys that are out there and stuff. Oh man, it's it's all manipulation. Uh, but I know yeah. I'm interested to see how it keeps going because I was surprised that they kept this one dude who literally they kept this one guy who literally made the same comment about multiples of them being only there for multiples of the like two of the girls mm-hmm. and the, and I was like why are you letting this man stay like fucking send him home because <laughs> he's hot but they sent home uh, the other dude who was an f boy too so I'm like. Maybe, I mean, maybe the, the bottom two were two F-boys and maybe you should have just sent them both home. But I guess you can't do that. But yeah. um, I mean, once you get into that, like, like, uh, what is it called? That vacuum of the dating show, like I, almost like people will forget about the money. Like they just care about like, like hooking up with a hot person and being like an eight couple. But it's just dumb. But say, <clears throat> yeah, what have you been watching? Me? <laughs> I watched a lot this last week. I um, yeah. finally finished Stranger Things for. You're not into Stranger Things, are you? I am, but I haven't finished this season yet. Uh, uh, this season has been incredible. First of all, right. uh, that's what I hear. Yeah, I mean, first, like a person that's been into Stranger Things for more of the nostalgic stuff that they have in there, like my favorite like '80s movies and stuff. Um, that's what I was there for. But the show has kind of been slipping a little bit. They really came back. I don't know if it's because the kids are older and they're more relatable and stuff like that. But they just better writing. The, like everything about it is just awesome. I like how they split it up um, with giving us like really two long episodes. Like the last episode is like two and a half hours. Like they could have so straight up awesome. probably put that in theaters and made like millions of dollars by putting it in theaters. But Netflix is dumb. Um, but... Yeah, this this show is like amazing. I'm like looking forward to Stranger Things five, um, which I think is going to be the last season of it. So I definitely it recommend watching it. Um, you know, I'm a big zombie fan, so Resident Evil came like they made a new series on Netflix, and it's terrible. Like. <laughs> It's terrible. It's really terrible. I thought it was going to be good. Like I got to episode six. It's like eight episode series. Got to episode six. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then it just started falling apart and I just didn't even finish it. Um, But it's supposed to be like more continuity from the game. But people are pissed off because like this character from the game is like they made him black. So it's like he's not it's not real continuity. And it's like all this different stuff. But um, it's just really another shame because like they've recently made a movie last year called Resident Evil raccoon city or something like that yeah, which is ter- so. was like, terrible like- too they're like the only good resident evil that they ever made was the first like movie that they made and that's not even great they didn't really adapt it too much from the original video game but it was entertaining i liked it a lot but then it got shittier after that so if you want to watch a good resident evil movie just watch the original resident evil movie um the first one and then last but not least i haven't finished yet but um you know umbrella academy came back in season three and i love it it's really cool um you know it's it's if you have you ever watched umbrella academy i started the i like started the first season with an x and i just never went back to it but i i i mean i like how they have done with um elliot page's character and everything like that so i feel like i should go back yeah i mean they, they definitely brought like it was interesting because i was like i wonder how they're gonna do this and like right off the bat like two episodes in you know they made her or made made her into you know elliot page and 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 it's it's they've done it i think tastefully you know and and on top of that it's just got great time travel and uh, different dimensions and and um you know all that type of stuff that you know i love so um check out i haven't finished it yet but i'm trying to get through the next episodes tonight actually so um that's what i'll be doing uh so check out umbrella academy all netflix shows even though netflix i don't think is going to be doing too good these days i don't know i mean they haven't been doing they they gotta they gotta change up something they gotta do something new because 
I don't know. I think their earnings report is coming out today or something like that. So um, they might their their stock might drop even more than it has been. So we'll have to see. Um, v, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This week's slapper of the week comes from uh, Eli Golding. Goulding? Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. Um, I've never, I've never been able to say her name for some reason. Ellie Golding, um, but I do now. Uh, and featuring Big Sean, the song's called "Easy Lover." You like this song? It's a great song, actually. With my college friends, we do like our biweekly playlist, and this was one of the songs I submitted nice. for our playlist. Um, yeah, I mean, I love most of her songs. Uh, what's the one that I really like? It's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and got the whole thing started but it, well, i don't forgot what it's called it's uh man I, it's like one of it's my about f- ed sheeran though that's the one i think that's about ed sheeran wait she was dating ed sheeran yeah what she dated ed sheeran she dated like skrillex she's dated a bunch of people i mean she's fun i like her uh yeah. and she's a, if she, i think she's like she writes these songs and stuff right so yeah. it's like she's a great songwriter um i just i i like uh on my mind that's the name of the song yeah that's a great song yeah i love that song so um this one features big sean uh you know he does a great job on it so it's added to the future bachelor podcast playlist only available on spotify go follow it if you want all your favorite music easy lover spot uh slapper of the week v do you have any shout outs this week i do i want to shout out my baby brother jack for his 21st birthday (laughs) Um, and my mom for her birthday um, I get to see both of them nice. this weekend. Okay. And then I wanted to shout out uh, Compadre, front of the show, Kelly Johns, for her new YouTube show, Roses and Recaps, um, on YouTube. Congratulations, Kelly Johns. Uh, we should have her on the podcast here soon. Know, Talk about that a little bit in the show. Um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to um, my homie JR. It was his birthday the other day. So um, happy birthday, bro. Shout out to you. Well, that's our episode this week, guys. Um, v, what you got planned this weekend? You said you're seeing your family. Yeah, I'm going home to Naperville in Chicago. I'm going to spend some time in the city with uh, Jack as a newly minted 21-year-old and um, some have of a, his... Have a legal beer with him? Yeah, some of his 21-year-old friends. So uh, that'll be a time. Yeah. Be a time, I'm sure. Sure, sure. Um, I'll probably just be relaxing this weekend. I don't think I have anything planned too much. So um, I love those weekends. I feel like I can get a lot done. So, guys, we'll see you next week with episode 224 because that's how numbers work. And week three of The Bachelorette. And, uh, V, I hope you have fun with the family. And I'll miss you this weekend. And um, and I miss you guys, you know, until I talk to you next time. And, you know, V will be back with her stories. Um, so, yeah. I love how these these endings, like, get, like, all awkward. <laughs> the, these endings? have been getting away from you lately it's i don't just know like, i'm just, just hungry. wrap it up i'm just so hungry um all right guys you know what it is your favorite podcast future bachelor my name is Sai. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye future bachelor podcast, podcast.